This podcast is not intended to provide any investment advice. The opinions expressed here by either the hosts or guests do not necessarily reflect the views of PSA, Collectors Holdings, or any of their affiliates. Any discussion of collectible values in the past or present is not a guarantee of future performance. Hello and welcome to Hit Graph. My name is Jack Archer and I'm here with Ryan Green, Ryan Porter, and Chris McGill. Hit Draft cracks open the collector's psyche, showcasing the layers of intricacies and decision-making that go into building a collection. Here's how it goes down. First, a small assortment of PSA-graded cards are revealed by our producer, each a mystery to the host. This is a, this is a good one. Next, we draft and explain which cards we're taking and why we're taking them. I'm at the audible here. <laughs> It's not too hard. You know what I need in my PC? A little icebreaker. What's lined up today, RG? NBA season is here. This week, we're ready to open it up. The 2023-24 NBA season. It's basketball card season, more importantly, here at PSA, boys. I can't wait. Magical time of year. Feels like the first day of school a little bit. You guys got me. You guys are. You guys have finally pushed me in, where I'm. I'm going to be dabbling into basketball cards for the first time in about 15 years. I. I mean, the hype level here just couldn't be higher. Chris, you are. You are Mr. NBA here in this crew. So, like, on a scale of one to ten, I'm assuming you're about a 12, right? Yeah, I may have accidentally scrolled a little bit ahead on the hit draft, and this is looking like my favorite hit draft ever. Well done, Drew. <laughs> so, so we've got 12 cards today uh producer drew put together something we are really excited to dive into so this is the top eight players from the espn preseason rankings plus four players who have seen their player indexes significantly rise on card ladder over the course of the last year so we're gonna have a really nice mix here of established veteran and young stars and then we're gonna have some big names on the rise so boys what do you think let's just uh Let's dive into it, Drew. Let's let's get rolling and see what's first up. SGA, cracked ice. PSA twenty. This is this is pretty. Shea Gilgis Alexander, twenty eighteen contenders, uh, autograph, cracked ice, numbered out of twenty five. It looks like there. Like Jack said, it's the double dime, the PSA twenty ten ten. Does it ruin it for anybody that he's in a Clippers uni? I think uh, I think we're all used to that now, yeah. right? I think with this guy, uh, it would it would be weird if I saw him in a uh, a Thunder jersey on a card I really wanted at this point. The Thunder jersey, so like with him and his style, the yeah. bright orange, the bright blue, just feels so right. This card would be more desirable if he was drafted by the Thunder and was wearing an OKC jersey. It's a great point, Porter. Though I figure, especially, or I assume. That's kind of the way a lot of people look at NBA cards now, especially in the modern NBA when guys are so often on the move. I mean, you're you PC a guy who's not in the same uniform anymore. It doesn't uh, doesn't deter you at all. It's all part of the story. It's all part of the journey. Now there was a time though when when that did bother me. I don't know what what like wall I I busted through. But, so like James Harden collectors, do you think they're really bothered by like <laughs> no, the onslaught not. of different probably jerseys? Not. Chris, you uh, are you big on SGA? Very big on SGA, and this card is beautiful, and it gives me occasion to call out something that I recently noticed about Panini designs in particular, as like contrasted against the uh, the designs of the other manufacturers. 
which is that when a player is embedded into a design, which is the case here, like there's a slanted angle sort of hiding part of his lower body. And, but like, if you notice Panini's artistic approach is they tuck in the feet behind the design and they make the head protrude out of the design. So his, you can see that his head is tucked, his head is outside of the border of the card, but his feet are tucked inside the border of the card. And then the basketball sort of is, is emerging, jumping out of the card as well. And I don't know if they do this in all the sets, but like I've definitely noticed that they do it in Prism, they do it in Contenders, they do it in, in some of their designs, and it just makes the card feel like the player is jumping out of the card at you. And I really like the, even though this is a rookie photo shoot, not an in-game action shot, the detail feels big on this card, like how I can read Spalding on the ball and how I can see the details and the intricacies of his facial features it's 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 a uh, the card itself outside of the player is really sharp in this case you sold me <laughs> let's see what's up next my man can paint a picture seriously <laughs> <laughs> all right we're sticking with contenders we've got 2019 contenders kevin durant this is a gold vinyl one of one auto Gem Mint 10. And it's funny, we were just talking about players in different uniforms. You have two yep. former teams on one card. You've got Kevin Durant, who's now with the Phoenix Suns in a Golden State Warriors jersey with the Brooklyn Nets logo on under the veteran ticket designation. I'm out. That's too much for me. <laughs> also, when did when did regular contenders have a, a gold vinyl? Am am I am I a crazy that's a casual all of a sudden? Or is Ooh. this like a unusual thing? I've never seen this. Chris, any insight there? I don't I don't know that I've ever seen that either. I have no idea. This is yeah, I gold vinyl contenders is uh contenders optic would make sense, but this is contenders. Wonder if it was just a thing with uh with veterans that year. I don't know. Can someone decode the uh, the the parallel description on the label for me? No. Veteran so, signed ticket yeah, veteran, autograph. Yeah. Prism edition gold vinyl one hundred one. There it is. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I think the isn't it premium edition? Maybe I don't know. Maybe that would explain why. Yeah, premium a gold edition. Shoot, I, I celebrated too early. One off. <laughs> But that, but I think that would probably designate why there's a uh, gold final. Either way, yeah, I feel like you don't see KD on card autos all that often uh, anymore. This is a this is a pretty nice car. This is pretty nice from that aspect. I feel like I just don't see a lot of his autos. Period. We also got to pause. Uh, we're, we're, I'm looking at Brooklyn Nets insignia on the left. He's, he's wearing a Golden yep. State jersey yep. on the right. Just can't let it go. There is so much happening on this card. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Last pick. Guarantee it. <laughs> What else you got, Drew? Oh. Oh, now we're cooking with gas. There it is. White Sparkle Prism, Jason Tatum, 2017 Prism. In my opinion, the best aesthetically looking Prism rookie card of a star NBA player that exists. Would agree. This is the tonic I needed after the last card. There's something very <laughs> you watch the simple, and simple and sparkly about this one. There's oh. a lot of white sparkle on this white sparkle as well. A lot of surface to cover. This thing, this thing is like you could 
it's just beautiful. Jack, Jack, no one likes uh, the a, a rookie prism design more than Jack. With with the the background of the court doesn't exist here. We have where you have the player just isolated, and it's just all 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 flash. I'm a big white sparkle guy. Period. So this is uh, that's pretty sick. Let's see what's uh, let's see what's up next. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's what we're oh. talking about. We got 2021 flawless Steph Curry signature prime materials with a beautiful patch. It looks like it's a piece of the Golden Gate Bridge on the front and on card auto number 13 out of 15 dual grade nine with a 10 auto grade. This is a yeah, that's wild. That's a great that's a great swatch in there. That really grabs your eyes. Yeah, nasty patch. Bold autograph. This card checks a lot of boxes for I think everybody in this room right now. You know what you know what's one of the things I say about Steph Curry? I feel like he's reached that echelon kind of with LeBron where when I see an elite card of his, I'm like a I'm personally I'm a huge rookie card collector and rookie cards are what I what I lean toward or what I gravitate to with players I collect. I feel like in the NBA, like LeBron and Steph are the two players I look at where if it's a sick card, I, le- I legitimately don't care what year it is. Just a sick card with them on it just does it. Especially when it's an autograph. Yeah. And especially when it's Curry because his, his rookie cards are, are, you know, the catalog is a, is a little strange. With, with players that are, that are still playing, I mean, Curry's a legend, but think of someone like a Tatum, for example. I always think about Jordan's catalog of cards and Kobe's catalog of cards. If there was like a 2006 Kobe autograph, like I would go crazy for that card. If there was an 03 Michael Jordan upper deck autograph, go crazy for that card. Mm-hmm. So I always try to remind myself of like what this card could be in the future if things break a certain way. I'm not comparing Tatum or anybody to Jordan or Kobe, yeah. but that's the point. Love that. Also, if I may, the patch window on this card the the foil that's used to design the uh the border to the patch window is very elaborate i if you ever have a chance to go back and look at like mid 2000s pre panini era football patch cards or patch autograph cards like the pre panini national treasure stuff comes to mind sometimes the patch window didn't have a border around it at all and we've gone from that to patch window borders that look like this, where, I mean, it has like a stand on the bottom of it and this little crown sort of thing at the top of it. And it's, it's very, the patch window border is very elaborate here. Also makes the uh, grading, that's another layer that makes grading of these cards tough. So seeing this in a 910 duel, that just adds that level of... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but that just adds another layer to it. Also with Corey, it's like, what happened in 2021, you know? Oh yeah. And, and was it the, you know, and then there's the year where he was, uh, the unanimous MVP. That's another year to collect. Matching cards with significant career years. I love. All right. Next up. This is a, this is a time traveler, right? Like I just went back to to 2021. (laughs) This is a 2018 prism Luca. Everybody knows the card when you say that. This is the blue prism. Uh, PSA 10. Just fantastic color match. Chris, you, I mean, you're the Luca collector here. 
Where does this kind of yeah. rank in terms of the parallels of that card? I got to think it's pretty high up, right? Right. It definitely ranks very high. And something that's so interesting is that in Prism, when you get the jersey color match with the parallel, it's usually like 80% matching, you know, like sometimes the tone of the card's color will be slightly different from the tone of the jersey, but this one's like 95% the same. It's it's much closer than usual, and it makes the aesthetic just a little bit more impressive than it, than it ordinarily would be. I think for the Prism Parallels... It the blue here is numbered to one ninety nine, and that's that's a lot, you know. In in the Panini parallel era, one hundred ninety nine copies is a lot, but this card, in a in a grade of ten, still will bring a low five figure amount, which is a ton for a card that has that many copies. I think this one, I think the cracked blue ice out of ninety nine, I think the uh, the orange out of forty nine, the mojo out of twenty five. Those are some of his most iconic prism parallels, and it's a testament to how beautiful the jersey color matches on this card that it even is mentioned in the same breath as cards that are four, six, seven times as rare as it is. The premium on this color match compared to other blue out of 199 modern prism yeah. stars is significant. It makes me love the card more, but it also makes me fear the card a little bit. High risk, high reward, but stunning and just iconic and i mean just think of a few years ago how important this card is it's still so important and it's kind of lost its luster a little bit we have new anthony edwards cards to look at there's other players other things to collect feels a little less special for a lot of the hobby but this card is this card is like everything something else i'll chime in here briefly is that because this card is numbered to 199, it's one of the small minority of Luca numbered cards that will allow a jersey numbered parallel. So, for example, when you have like the Luca Orange out of 49 or the Mojo out of 25, he can't have a jersey numbered parallel because his jersey number is 77. So the the most hardcore of Luca collectors look for things like that because the higher numbered Luca cards for jersey numbered parallel collectors, they can actually collect a jersey numbered Luca card from that particular parallel, which adds an interesting layer of intrigue to the card just on the small chance that, that you might actually stumble across the true jersey numbered parallel um there's 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 very few for luca i bet i think you don't see a lot of early uh early prism gold prisms pop up this is a joel Embiid 2014 prism gold psa 10 the gold shine in 2014 is really good yeah like you said a lot of that another one where there's i guess you could call it like that flooded surface for the gold as opposed to just being around a border as you'll see now, this is, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen this card before. It's something. Oh, really? <laughs> for a lot of like, for a lot of prism fiends out there, I, I think they put a lot of respect on 2014 and the design. Yeah. 2014 prism has the 96 ultra gold medallion 
uh, effect where, like Ryan said, the whole background is flooded in gold. It's the only year of prism that has that. Makes it very appealing to me. But the flip side of the coin is that although it might be the most beautiful prism design, at least in some people's mind, they also had a, an image variation. And both the base and the image variation have a true gold parallel and a gold pulsar parallel. So you end up getting four different golds out of 10 for rookies like Joel Embiid from the Prism set. And that's a little bit confusing, a little bit frustrating. But the one that has been selected by Drew, this is the true gold of the true base Embiid, and it's in a PSA 10. This is, this is one of the ultimate Embiid grails, just an absolute monster of a card of the reigning MVP and a player who I think is being underrated and overlooked going into this season. Pop four is a PSA 10, and as Drew would like to say, this is a fantastic slice of cardboard. Next up, I knew he was going to pop up at some point. This is the Joker, Chris's other guy, 2015 Prism, Mojo Prism, PSA 9. I am, I'll say this personally, I freaking love the Mojo pattern parallels. So I'm right there with you, and I love 2015 Prism. Yeah. I think it might be my favorite Prism design, full stop. He also doesn't have a lot of great rookie cards. Doesn't have the full slate like a lot of other big name players. Mm -hmm. Two MVPs, right? Or just one right now? He has two, right? Uh, two. Yep, two. Real deal. Like this, this card's incredible. Even in a PSA nine, it's just incredible. Numbered out of twenty five. Uh, this is pop nine. There's only three PSA tens in existence of this card, so uh, wasn't a very easy gem. Chris, do you own one of the tens? No, I don't. Would it's love not rare to. enough for Chris. <laughs> only had a 25, dude. <laughs> Very expensive card in a 10, even in a 9. And I, one thing that's cool about this is that, hearkening uh, back to the White Sparkle Tatum, Jokic's Prism White Sparkle rookie is a beautiful jersey color match. And I, I think Jokic collectors really gravitate to the White Sparkle of his rookie. Some of those for him have registered some pretty high sales. And it's interesting, too, this photo has been matched to a summer league game. So normally he wears jersey number 15. In this photo, he's wearing jersey number one. And it's, this was a little layup that he did. This photo is from a little layup that he did in a summer league game. So it's actually not a rookie photo shoot card, most likely because he was not regarded high enough to be worthy of of bringing in for the rookie photo shoot as a mid-second round pick and that's also to jack's point why his rookie offering is so limited and it is extremely limited especially relative to uh, what players who have rookie cards that have come out in the last three or four years have he he has a light blue as well right mm -hmm. right chris yep yep and would does. you say that's a 95 percent color match on the light blue to his jersey or are we going over under i'm gonna go under but i'd have to look at it okay Ooh. Giannis, you got some stained glass interesting 2013 panini innovation i love that his last name is so long that it's only a g for the period on the <laughs> on the label rookie stained glass psa 10 this is when stained glass was the acetate version you had yeah. that perfect see-through look 
you don't you don't have that anymore when you're talking about the prism stained glass, mm-hmm. some of the mosaic stained glass. It doesn't have the same effect that this card does, and this card's incredible. Taking a look at it, it's uh, it's this is pretty like these are not terribly easy to find. Uh, it's not numbered. Pop twenty three is a PSA ten, but I also am a big fan of the baby Giannis uh, rookie cards. Yeah, and the, speaking of it being a rookie card, Panini, especially earlier on, was more judicious with when they allowed the rookie badge to appear on a card. And I've done a deep dive into 2018 products, for example, and they followed, in all the instances I could think of, a really strict rule, which was that only cards originating from a base set would get the rookie card logo. So if this card were issued in 2018, it wouldn't have the rookie badge for the rookies because it's an insert. So this card bearing that rookie card badge adds a little something extra to it for me as well. It's it's a nice, it's a beautiful card, and it's an insert that Panini deemed worthy of getting the RC badge, which is pretty cool. All right, so now we're going to go to uh, four player index risers off of card ladder. So the first one, one year, for the last one year, a plus 35% change in their player index over at Card Ladder. Hi, guy. You got Dame. <laughs> 22 Crown Royale Kaboom Gold PSA 10. Ryan, talk, talk about your guy, man. I remember you've been talking about Lillard for years, man. How do you feel about He's. I, I'm super excited for him uh, this year. I... I, I I really hope it comes to fruition. That has a chance to be a really, really fun team. I've talked about this in our office. Like, I'm I'm not a big Kaboom guy, but something about seeing the gold Kaboom, just, you know, maybe it goes back to what we were talking about with the full flood gold. I, man, this is going to be a high draft pick for me. I can already tell. It's a sweet. Here's a player index riser, 138% growth over one year at Card Ladder. Who do we got? Ooh, there he is. <laughs> do it, do it. Allow me to 2018 Panini Flawless Mikhail Bridges Vertical Patch Auto Green to five, three out of five in a 10-10. Nice. Nasty. And I, I need this to pair with my, uh, with my NT to five. I know s- I do. I'm sitting right next to you. I'm going to avoid drafting that because I don't want to know what can happen. I love a good 2018 card. I'm realizing now as we've gone through this draft. Let's see who's next. Got 136% rise in the last year for this player's index. Ooh. Wow. Unexpected. <laughs> I like this. This is a nice little plot twist here. 2017 Prism, Lori Markinen. Pains me to see him in a Bulls uniform. Uh, Mosaic Black 1 of 1, PSA. Here's why I'm excited. Chris McGill cannot resist a black one of one. He's going to take this guy first, and it's going to leave the good stuff for me. I'm, I'm ecstatic. Way to rig the system, Drew. I like it. Drew, I see what you're doing, buddy. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to look up real quick if uh, 2017 was the first year. 2017 was an early year of Mosaic, but I don't think it was a standalone product yet. Okay. 2018 must have been the first year. This is... Uh... How much higher can this card go? Can we talk about that though? We, you know, uh, he had a year. He, he definitely had a year. Yeah. I'll say why I like it though. I, 
if you look at the route the Jazz are going, they had a nice year last year when they were supposed to be stripping it down, and they're loaded with draft capital the next several years. This guy has a chance to be the centerpiece of that. He so, is the guy over there? He's one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, last up. Ooh. Plus 66% in the last year. De'Aaron Fox. This is a guy I really like. This is a 2017 flawless. Vertical patch auto gold. Numbered 8 out of 10. PSA 9. I love him. I love the team. I love the vibe that they give. This is a, this is this is pretty sweet. I uh you know, Sacramento, I feel like heading into the season last year, they were like the sexy pick, right? What are we like what are they what, what are the Kings this year? They have expectations for the first time in two plus decades. And they still have to get through Curry. Mm-hmm. Can't really play defense. But he's fun. Yeah. Light the beam. Yeah. I like it. All right, so we got our full spread. We're going to take a minute. We're going to take a break here, get our draft strategies in order. Drew's going to tell us the order. We'll be right back, and we're going to pick some cards. Hey, guys. Dropping back in here really quick before we continue the show and get to the draft, because I got to give you a quick reminder about PSA's October grading specials, available through the end of the month and exclusive to our Collectors Club members. We're taking it way back first with a special that is a nod to our vintage collectors and set registry members looking to slab up those ongoing projects. It's a 1950s grading special. Yes, cards from any category manufactured between 1950 and 59 can be submitted at just $14.99 per card through the end of the month. This applies to cards with a max declared value of $199.99 per card. Also, if you're looking for a speedy service at our Value Plus tier, it is available in October at just $34.99 per card for those cards with a max DV of $499.99. With Value Plus, you're paying for a nice boost to the turnaround time, with cards processed in 20 business days once received into our operation. And there's an even speedier option that just got added to the menu mid-month. This one I'm personally taking advantage of for a couple of recent eBay pickups of mine. We're offering members a discount on our regular service tier at just $59.99 a card. This is a great option for very expedited turnarounds as well. Once those orders are received into our system, it's just 10 business days until they are fully processed and headed back to you, estimated. Once again, all three of these specials are Collectors Club member exclusives. If you're not a member yet, visit psacard.com join to become one today for just $100 a year. That membership also includes a $120 loop credit, so you can rip some of those new releases as they come out, and also a 12-month subscription to PSA Magazine. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back. Gone through the cards. Talked shop. We're ready to pick. So Chris McGill is going to have the number one pick. Jack Archer will go number two. I will have the number three pick. Ryan Porter will round the snake draft at numbers four and five so on and so forth until all 12 of these cards are chosen. So, Chris, number one, who's the Wemby of this group? Well, I'm feeling generous today. I'm feeling very generous, and I'm feeling like the ranks of Luka and Jokic collectors could use some more collectors. So I'm going to pass on the Luka Grail and the Jokic Grail. 
and allow one of you fine gentlemen to uh, join the ranks. And I'm going to go with what I think is the best card on the board. And that is the 2014 Prism Gold Joel Embiid PSA 10. We, uh, we kind of talked a lot about that card already, but I think Embiid is, uh, is a solidified MVP. I hope he plays his career in Philly because I think Philly has a great fan base. I think that fares well for his collectibles long-term. And I just think that 2014 Prism Gold is stunning. And in a PSA 10, it's just, I, you know, for me, maybe not value-wise or maybe even value-wise, this is, this is the best card on the board. That was the right choice. That was the savvy pick. Yes. Well done, Chris. I'm up number two. I'm having a very difficult time making a decision. And I think I'm going to have to go with, I, I, I'm really struggling here. I'm just going to have to get the Luca. The, like, it's not, it, yep. like, I, I don't believe in it, but that's just, oh. a car, that's just a card that, like, it, it just feels, it just feels right. It's a PSA 10. It's blue. It has that color match. I have to. I don't feel great about it. There's so many choices I could have made, mm -hmm. but I'm going with that one. I feel good about that card for you. I'm being a little strategic about it too, because <laughs> there's some other stuff that's like up in the air. I, I could have reached for something, but it might might come back to me. We'll see. So I'm sitting here when we took our break, and I said, "There's a card I really want up there," and it was the Luca Blue. And I said, "But if I got the number one pick, I can't take it number one." Because I felt like the Embiid was the unquestioned number one card you have to take number one here. So I was hoping Jack would pass, but I can't blame him for taking it because if I was at number two, I would have done the exact same thing. So uh, you made my decision at three a lot tougher. But I'm looking, like you said, strategically. and I'm thinking about what I want here uh, long term. I'm going to go with the Joker. The 2015... Mojo Prism. The selection of Joker rookie cards is super light. And uh, in terms of low numbered, like cards I would really love to have, this is, I mean, this is up there. I love the Mojo Prism. It's a great card. I think he's not done yet winning championships and MVPs by a long shot. There's a couple guys up here you can say that for, but I'm going to, I'm going to feel pretty good about having that here at number three quarter. Okay. You were thinking about it at four, weren't you? Hundred percent. Okay, um, but it's good. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swerve. I'm gonna go left, and I'm gonna go with uh, a guy. Like the next five years with this guy, I just feel like it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. And I'm gonna take the uh, the SGA. Mm. Um, I need to get a cracked ice in my collection. I love the. I love that there's an auto on this. I uh, big fan of this design. I mean. Chris, Chris waxed poetic earlier on it, so don't need to say much more about it. Um, I mean, but how fun are the how fun are the Thunder going to be? Oh yeah, I want a piece of that. Yeah, there's. Uh, I saw ESPN. I think it was was saying they were ranking the top ten teams best position for the next uh, five years, and I want to say the Thunder were number three, which is a little bit of a head turner. But this guy's going to be at the center of all of it. Mm -hmm. um, okay, pick number five. You already know. I'm going to take that Mikhail Bridges. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Bridges. 
was 25. Now he's him, number one. It's going to be a fun year. Although, you know, I've been following the, uh, I've been following the Nets, you know, and um, let me tell you, the Ben Simmons content they're spitting out of that machine, there's a lot. I guess he's been lifting weights. You're buying, huh? You're buying into it. I might. Oh, boy. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to take that Emerald and I'm going to pair it with my NT and uh, I'm going to be on my way. Nice. Well, I'm going to, I was between two or three cards here. Um, I know that if I take one, the other two won't be there with the second to last pick in the draft, but such is life. I'm going to take the Steph Curry 2021 Flawless Patch Auto with the with the really nasty patch, the, the really bold, clean, on-card auto. I think uh, 15, 20 years from now, I'm looking back at my collection. That's something I'm going to be really glad I have in there. A really nice patch auto of a true goat. He's cemented as one. That's what I'm going with. There's two two cards on the board right now that I'm, I'm having a, a tough time with. And I really like the idea of adding adding the Giannis to my collection. I love the acetate stained glass card, that bold, deep black border. There's one problem though. The Panini Innovation, this like very obscure, <laughs> uh-huh. unknown product, has a logo on it that feels like a community college in, in like Milwaukee. <laughs> and it just kills what would otherwise be a beautiful card. If this just had like a, you know, just like a nice prism logo or just like something, Something clean and, and classic, I would be all over this. But I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to go with my man Tatum. White Sparkle. It's a PSA 9. It's not numbered, but there's not a lot of them. It's a beautiful card. There's a lot of shine there. Just a lot to like. Pretty pretty easy choice, ultimately. A couple prisms here for you, Jack. I do love prism. Yeah, I had no doubt. I didn't even believe for a second that Jack was going for anything other than that Tatum White Sparkle when I saw it fell to seven. Great pick. Okay, well, that leaves me up next, right? Mm-hmm. Back to back. Back. Oh, back. Okay, good. That makes, yeah, thank you for that reminder. Okay, so I get two picks here. So then I will take Jack Scraps, and I will go with the Giannis Community College Stained Glass Barbershop edition if you're listening to this just type in 2013 panini innovation Giannis yeah. stained glass you got to see the logo you would agree with me so my first thing i did when drew popped that card up on the screen i went to ebay i was like i wonder if any of these are up on ebay and the first picture i expanded of it, it that's where my eye immediately went i was like ah if that wasn't there yeah and it wouldn't even be right if i didn't take this card considering that it's still on the board and it just it checks a lot of my collector boxes. So no. <laughs> oh, let, let, me, let me take that mosaic black one of one Lori Markinen rookie card off the board. You know there's great chemistry on a show when Drew is moving the X onto the card before you even say <laughs> what it is. He knew. He knew. Back to me. You know, I'm not I'm not a big Dame Lillard fan. I ha- I have my reservations <laughs> about him. But here's a couple of things I love. Case hit, rare inserts, kabooms, gold cards, yeah. PSA 10, beautiful cards. This one checks a lot of boxes for me. I can forgive his awful defense, which is worse than Trey Young, and nobody recognizes or talk about it. Why do people talk about it? I'm going to go with this one. <laughs> I knew that would happen. I knew you were, I, I had a feeling you wouldn't go for the Fox. I get, I get it. I totally understand. I will. I'll take De'Aaron Fox. 
Um, that could be, and I'll think, I'll put it this way. I've talked about the first two cards I took as ones that I would love to have on my collection looking back 10 to 15 years from now. I'll be honest, this De'Aaron Fox, this is a card that I would love to have right now, thinking that this is a team and a roster and a franchise on the rise, and maybe they make a nice run to the Western Conference Finals, and I can spin it in about six months into something else that I want. Um, I like the I like the possibilities with this card. I'll take the De'Aaron Fox flawless patch auto. All right, this is a really tough call. I'm going to go with the last one on the board. The uh, 2019 contenders, Kevin Durant with the, with the parallel that no one can decode with the two teams represented that he's not even a part of, but it's a one-on-one gold vinyl. Okay, let me ask you this, though, Porter. Like, you get this card in your collection today. What's your plan with it? My plan is to, like, immediately start shopping it. If okay. I'm totally All right. honest. All right. I can, hey. It's what we asked for was an honest opinion. So you, know, you don't meet a lot of like KD collectors. No. It's kind of strange when you think about it. It's very it. strange. You know, him being one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be looked at, you know, a decade after his career ends much differently. than he The card I love of his is his, his 07 Topps Chrome Orange Refractor. There's something mm-hmm. about the orange with the green Sonics jersey. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that card. His, his, his finest is underrated too. Yeah. Really cool design that. Plus, I, I love the Sonics jerseys. I just, when we talk about rookie cards in another team's jerseys, I feel like he's forgiven with the Sonics. Is there a cooler name than the Supersonics, too? No. Like, seriously, for any sports team, no. the Supersonics? Like, they how should, cool is that? They should still exist, too. But that's a, that's a, that's a subject for another day. Uh, I do want to ask you guys before we get out of here. So, NBA season tips off this week. I give you an unlimited budget right now. And in the next few days, you can load up on cards of a player under 25 years old. So that takes Wemby out of the equation because he doesn't really have a lot out there yet. Who's a guy you're really excited about this year from a hobby standpoint that you're really thinking might pop off? Chris, anyone coming to mind? Yeah, so under 25 is is uh, an interesting cutoff because that still includes Luca, who's going into his age 24 season. So it would be tough to uh believe me if i said anybody other than luca since i do actively collect him so i I'd, I'd give luca I'd, I'd probably try and get as many luca cards as i could with the with the money i like uh i'm i'm a big chet guy really likes chet holmgren at uh gonzaga does concern me that he had a foot injury that kept him out for a year right out of college but then again the same thing happened to Embiid, and he basically missed two seasons and then came back and Look what he's done now. I, I think, you know, Ryan, you really hit on something earlier where you were talking about how fun the next five years could be with that SGA in your collection. I kind of look at Chet the same way. Yeah, let's go on a run. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm kind of a, uh, if you give me some money right now, I think I'd go out and scoop up Tyrese Maxey. Mm. There's a world where he and Embiid, they just, they, they get out from this James Harden thing. Maybe they add another piece, and they do some amazing things in the East. And I think I think Maxi isn't even close to his ceiling yet. He's a guy I love watching, kind of like watching uh, Garland too, where they just look faster than everyone else on the court. Yeah. Just have these moves. He's one of them. If I had unlimited money, I'm going with Anthony Edwards. If I need to be savvy about it, play it a little bit more strategic, try to find some value, I'm going Josh Giddy. 
OKC is going to be so much fun. I feel like they're just like such the trendy, like hipster NBA nerd team right now that I'm worried for like blow up potential. But they also just could be like the greatest, the greatest thing ever. I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. It's Candyland over there. There's like some guy for every collect. There's everyone has their spirit player on was, the Thunder. It was funny. You said that about SGA earlier, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Chet's there too. And then when you said Giddy, oh yeah, they got him too. It's, uh, it's kind of insane what they have for the next half decade. Yeah, and least. and Jalen Williams, who's oh. probably going to be a multi-time All Star too. It's it's and also like seventy thousand picks to do whatever they want with exactly. if they choose. I believe it's 37, 35 picks over the next seven drafts. They're 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 sitting pretty. Let's create a generator. You just plug in some info, and then it tells <laughs> it spits out what player you identify with. Well, this has been a blast. Uh, I we're all pumped for the NBA season to be here. Great time to be a basketball fan and a basketball collector. You guys all are, and I'm back to being. So we're going to be talking a lot more about basketball cards in the coming weeks here on the show. But thanks for joining us. For Chris, Ryan, Jack, producer Drew, I'm Ryan. We'll talk to you next week here on the PSA Pod. Thanks for checking in.